Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. Nick Bear has changed the game. The Man That Can Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. This episode is going to be some of the lessons that I've learned from Nick Bear. He has inspired me to feel comfortable pursuing sports that I wouldn't have normally done because I didn't feel like the training modalities or styles could go together. But if you're a fan of him, you will have seen he's gone from bodybuilder to doing marathons, to doing all these different sports and just watching his body be able to adapt because he dials himself in, he gets the right coaching and nutrition and he knows what he wants. Those are three very powerful lessons that I'm gonna share with you that I've learned from him. So point number one is know what you want. Number two is prove it to yourself. And number three, get dialed in. So for me, I stumbled across his page a couple of, a couple of years ago. And in the beginning, I wasn't fully into it because it was one of his bodybuilding phases. I'm personally not someone who's into bodybuilding. I can appreciate the commitment to it and everything like that, but just doesn't really flat my boat. And even here in uh, Nashville at the moment, we train at a more bodybuild, bodybuilding sorry, style gym like the the clientele and all that which is fine but not really you know my sort of vibe so at that point i wasn't really into it but then watching his transformation as he did an iron man and then he did his marathons i've been like this dude's insane and the fact that he is doing all of these things while still following i guess that more hybrid style of program in between goals that inspired me to go look when I was doing rugby, it was like strength, focus, and specific. Then I moved into CrossFit. CrossFit doesn't do too many long runs. And then uh, now I've gone into more running, but I'm like, well, you can still implement and benefit from the strength training. And for a long time, I'd always wanted to do that because I just enjoy training in general. I love strength training. I love building muscle, but I also love running. Like it's, it's so fun being able to push yourself for a long run or do interval sessions. and. Then as I started to watch him do it and do it well, for those who watched his 238 marathon, that's sub four minute kilometers, that's flying. To see a dude like that, I was like, that's inspiring. If he can do it, I can too. And so the first thing I wanna talk about is he knows what he wants. You know, as I've followed his journey over the years, as a business owner, he's known what he's wanted to achieve. He's wanted to be able to really uh, fuel people with great nutrition to achieve what they want. And it's something that I got clear on many years ago around what I want. I wanted to create a business that helped stop men losing their life by their own hands. But ultimately now we've moved into, into uh, connecting 
inspiring and influencing men to live their best life. And one of the sacrifices I don't want to make while on that journey is <clears throat> my own friends and family and my own health, my own freedom. And to me, that is mean, means I want to have the time okay, available, the flexibility and the finances to be able to do the things I want to do. I want to have the health both physically and mentally to be able to enjoy all of those things. And I want to have people in my corner who have similar values and love living life the same way that I do. I just think that makes it so much better. So getting clear on knowing what you want and you may be in a position, you may be watching this or you may have clicked on this because Nick um, bears in the title and you notice that he does a lot of cool stuff and you're sitting there, how can I do that? The first thing is just decide on what you want and if you aren't clear on what you want, that's okay. We've all been there and sometimes we have more clarity in our life than other times because chaos, you know, does rear its head every now and then. Sometimes we can be prepared for it other times not so much but what I would start with is getting a list and just writing down all the things that you would like to experience you know have do and just make a list and then from that list you've now got a selection to start working towards and you'll gain feedback right maybe I like that maybe I don't and then we get more clear around what it is that we want but I know for myself first and foremost I wanted to get clear on my values and values is something that people don't talk about too much and the easiest way to look at it is just going, what are the things you enjoy doing? Okay, what is it about those things that you enjoy? And that's really how you can start working out what you value. As I mentioned, for me, it was connection. It was the freedom and it was the health. I value those things and I value those things within myself and my own life, but also the people that I surround myself with. They're, I guess, values and character traits. So if you can get clear on that, then you can start implementing that and go, does the things that I want to do, do they align with my values? Because if they don't, you're probably not going to enjoy that activity. So you can save yourself the time and I guess the heartache by just going, look, it doesn't align with my values at this point. Here's why. Scratch it. Okay. So for me, even on New Year's, I went to bed at 10 o'clock. I've done that for most of the other years. I don't necessarily want to stay up to the fireworks at this point in my life because what I value more at the moment is getting up, going for an early run and starting my year that way. That's more exciting to me than staying up, being tired and seeing fireworks that generally are never that exciting anyway. That's me personally, but you know what that looks like for you. Or if you don't, get clear on that because it's going to help you make better decisions in the future. The second thing that I've um, really learned from him is prove it to yourself. This was one of the biggest things. As I mentioned, he's gone from bodybuilder to triathlete to running an incredibly, incredibly fast marathon. All things that I didn't think were possible for an individual. I believed it may be possible, but people for decades have been saying it's not possible. Science, to a point, has even been saying that. You can't build um, that much muscle while running that far. And he's proven that wrong because he's been dialed in, which is what we'll talk about next. And to me, it made me realize that if we want something bad enough, regardless of what people are saying to you, no one understands the drive and desire that you have within. And I wanted to do the training and the challenges that I've been doing for the last couple of years much earlier than I started doing it. But it wasn't until I saw and was inspired by other people like Nick and various other people who have gone after what they want and they've proved it to us. Now he's almost created this whole different category of training, right? Hybrid training. And I think to myself, man, if I just wanted to test it out for myself, 
whether I win, lose or draw, at least I would know. And because I didn't, I just accepted that people said it's not possible. So I then thought it was not possible. That's, you know, me putting a, a cap on what I can achieve my own potential. And I'm a big believer now in chasing my potential and that's always moving. It's the reason why over the last couple of years I've you know, done the David Goggins challenge, which is, if you're not familiar with it, it's run four miles every four hours, for 48 hours. I've done a 12 hour walk challenge, 12 hour fitness challenges, uh, 30 marathons in 30 days, all these things to keep proving to myself what people may say is impossible, that it's possible. Or I'll at least understand what it feels like failing. So if you're in that same position, there may be something that you have a burning desire that you want to try or you want to experience in your life, but you may not be doing it because people have told you it's not possible. You don't want to be in the position I'm in and I'm not, I don't really care about it now, but I found myself in where someone proved it right. They did it. And I'm sitting there going, man, I would have loved to have done that. So now it's changed my whole perspective on how I view my life. Everything that I have a burning desire to experience or to try, if I can make it possible, I just map it out and let's get to work. Let's find out if it is possible based on the burning desire inside myself and what I believe is going to help me get there. That's what I'd love to see more from you guys. So that was point number two. And I guess if I were to look at a tagline from don't believe in the impossible doesn't exist if you don't believe it does. Um, What else have we got here? This is why you take notes, guys. I journal or I write every day just to get these out of my my brain. Um, Hybrids, mainstream, believe it's impossible. It's ridiculous fast. Okay, so point three, getting dialed in. Once again, from what he allows us to see through his YouTube channel, he dials in his nutrition, his time with his family, his business. So I watched a video of his a while back when he was stepping down as CEO and just focusing more on the media stuff because that's what he generally enjoyed doing and there's no point doing things that you don't enjoy doing and if you can get yourself into a position where you don't have to do that why would you stay there I'm a founder of my company and the man of camp project and I love the coaching aspect and I love doing what I do which brings a community to get together there's so many aspects of that that I don't enjoy doing in the business and so why would I stay in there because I'm the founder when I can just put someone who really enjoys the CEO side of things and really enjoys the maybe the spreadsheets and all that sort of stuff and it allows me more time to do what I love. It allows me to really dial in on getting better at the things that I know I love doing. You can find yourself in that same situation. So when you think about a goal that you're working towards or an outcome that you desire, how dialed in are you to achieve that? I work with a lot of people who are wanting to get fitter and healthier both mentally and physically. And when I ask what their habits look like or what they're fueling themselves with, and this is both information and nutrition, they're not doing, they're not fueling themselves with the right things to get those outcomes. So are they dialed in or are they just showing up? You want to be dialed in and I've really learned that. I don't want to be doing a million different things. I want to have a few things that I want to do really well and dedicate a lot of time to and effort to get a desired outcome. So, you know, we're at the start of 2023 right now. You may have set some goals for where you want to be by the end of the 20, sorry, at the start of 2024. And you may have goals that you want to achieve by the end of the year, end of 2024. Okay, for me, I have a list of things. Some are significant. 
others aren't. But I know that if I achieve those things this year, and I look at that list and go, wow, I did this, I had that experience, I ran that marathon, I grew my business by this much, I helped achieve this many testimonials, you know, our academy's grown, it's full of incredible people. I'm gonna look back and go, 2024 was a rocking year. How do we then build on that brick by brick? And when you're dialed in, you have the metrics and you have the data to know how you can build on it. So win, lose or draw, every year you should be able to make progress. So there are three things that I'm really grateful that I stumbled across his YouTube channel. And you know we both live in Nashville now. I think he moved here after us. So Nick, you moved here. But if you ever want to do a podcast, mate, we're going to make that happen. I would love to pick your brain uh, and potentially go for a long run as well. So thank you guys for tuning into the episode. I think another takeaway from this, if you have watched this or listened to this in whole, find people who inspire you. And when you start asking yourself, what is it about them that inspires you? You can start understanding process because the more you spend time around those people, the process is what you can adopt. So I guess when you're hanging around people, it's not always what they say, it's more about what they do. And when you start really observing what they do, there's things that are said, meaning I do this because of X, Y, and Z, but there's things that are unsaid, where it might be just, you know, the, can't remember the cycling coach's name, but he was a cycling coach of the <clears throat> British track team or cycling team. And he just did the 1% better, you know, he dusted all the bikes off, they put their socks on, they learned how to tie their shoelaces. They did all of these things very, very well. And if you're watching people, you know, you might be training with someone or you may be hanging out with someone and you watch them do these one percent as well, you start going, hmm, maybe I need to angle my tripod a little bit different. This is me, me now talking about the podcast. We've just moved to America about three months ago. My whole studio is back home. Today, we've just ordered our new roadcaster and head um, headphones and stuff because audio quality of this microphone in front of us that we thought was going to work well isn't quite up to the standards that I want and same with using the iPhone we have from, we want to go back to a camera just because it makes better content so always think about these things and ask yourself okay what has been said here but what is not being said and that's where you learn a lot of the things that allow you to piece together success so that's what I've learned from Nick Bear I'm very grateful that he's made hybrid training mainstream because it's so fun being able to you know, build your cardiovascular system, but also build strength. I love that way of doing things. There's always ways you can build workouts together. If you're tuning in for the first time, make sure you hit follow, share this with a mate. And as always, leave a rating and review because it's going to help me get people like Nick on the show and so many others. We leave episodes, so we drop episodes on Monday and we drop episodes on Thursday, central time. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.